0: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, November 16th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Cast, episode 1539, I believe. That's a lot of chatter. It's a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk. Um, it's weird. It's felt like a, a short week because it has been a short week for us but also it's felt like a long week because we're excited for tomorrow night yes it has felt like a long week tomorrow Saying night that- is one night only at the Grey Eagle event center so we didn't do one weekend only this year no we're just doing one night only with metric the Grey Eagle I believe there are some tickets left so yes. if you're hearing this in time and you want to come hang out with us the whole staff's going to be there it's going to be awesome thinking of bringing in Brigham oh McKenna's great out- yeah McKenna's out of town this weekend and I was like Brigham's never been to a show I was like oh, that would be a fun first show to see I think Heck
0: yeah
1: um, I've, I've actually never been to a show With the Grey Eagle, Shauna
0: I have And I'm trying to remember Who it was
1: I've heard the sound Is very good in there Yeah I'm looking forward to that And of course We get to meet lots of Friends of the show And
0: I think it was Queens of the Stone Age
1: Oh, that'd be a good one
0: can't believe I have a terrible memory As we all know So uh, I don't know But it was great Yeah yep. It's uh, going to be a fun show
1: Plenty of listeners Plenty of Venus heads
0: Yeah
1: So join us If you hear this in time Tomorrow night Grey Eagle uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about a couple urban legends from when we were younger, where you see yourself in five years, a product that we all consume with a really, really dark story behind it, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, there's a boof and more after you're out of context clip of the show. Ooh, I didn't have anal
0: suction. No.
1: <laughs> Here's the Out of context clip for today's show.
0: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: It was my wife McKenna's birthday the other day, so I, I picked up some cupcakes for dessert rather than a birthday cake. Nice. She, she loves these certain cupcakes. They are not cheap, these no. cupcakes. But They come with an information card on how to properly store them, like in terms of ref- refrigeration and that, and also how to transport the cupcakes, how to get them home safely.
0: Well, I mean, if you're spending that much on cupcakes, I suppose you want to know how to not ruin them on the way.
1: I guess. I thought it was hilarious because the card, it's detailed. Mm. Like it tells, it says you have to lay them flat, like on the floor of a car or in the trunk of an SUV. Okay. You have to keep your vehicle as cool as possible on a hot day. And then it says, ensure a smooth and gentle ride. Avoid sharp turns, bumps, and sudden braking. Dear Lord. It's like, holy crap. It's it's not a case of nitroglycerin. It's cupcakes. They're not that delicate. Well, I mean, I suppose to some, it's very important that they don't get
0: touched, you know?
1: Don't play the music too loud near the cupcakes. Don't argue or think unhappy thoughts. <laughs> the cupcakes will sense your vibe they will perceive the negativity and it will sour the delicious buttercream icing
0: we actually do a quick tour of your vehicle before we release the cupcakes to you just to make sure it's safe we've got a cupcakes on board sign for you you can toss that in the back right
1: i passed my second cupcakes interview they're coming home with me today I'm so excited
0: <laughs> we do an interview on your wellness yeah um <laughs> we do a test run with a fake cupcake to see how you do first,
1: and then we'll give you these cupcakes, okay? The police pull you over on the way home. Why are you driving so slow? Shh! They're
0: sleeping. The cupcakes will feel the vibrations of your black
1: aura. The cupcakes are sleeping. Shh. They'll sense your vibe. Out of the car, ma'am. The Beckler and Shauna
0: podcast. We often talk about singer frig-ups or public speaking frig-ups on this program. We call them boofs. Boofs. If you boof. He's it boofing. Just you. whoopsie poopsie You do something that, you know, happens. So you've probably seen by now the latest boof that everybody's talking about, and it's the Buffalo Sabres singer.
1: No, I haven't seen this one.
0: Okay, so he screwed up the uh, Canadian national anthem,
1: Oh Canada. Oh. Which, I mean, this is a classic, right? This happens lots. Um, I would argue that there is no riper scenario for a boof It is the, than classic, the national anthem.
0: You're right. It is the classic boof scenario. So here's what happened. The
1: true north strong and
0: free Oh Canada we stand our We stand on God for thee So right there, right? That is not the way that the anthem goes. Um, <laughs> he took
1: some artistic liberty with a our A little bit of there. artistic
0: liberty. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He then continues on. God keep our land. And he's after that. And free. Now, everybody is pointing out that he completely botched this and he completely screwed up the anthem, and everybody's laughing at this guy. And I was like, you know what? I think he recovered very well. And I think that we need to draw attention to good recoveries of boofs as well. Mm, okay. So he obviously, he screwed it up, but without missing a beat, you know, because there's been so many times where this happens and they'll they'll, they'll, face,
1: stop. they'll stop. Yeah, or their voice will kind of...
0: And they'll waver <laughs> and then they can't get back oh, on it. Are, and
1: Those are the funniest boofs. Those
0: are Ooh. the funniest boofs. Whereas this one, he once again, he does Free. the mistake.
1: Oh, Canada, we stand our We stand on God. Yeah. And he gets right oh,
0: back thee. into it and he keeps on rolling.
1: That could have went a lot worse for him.
0: Absolutely. And I again because and we have boofs in this business a lot uh, and we know how you what happens instantly
1: sweaty and you start your heart rate shoots and And if anybody were to
0: see the color of your face it goes the (laughs) brightest red ever and you instantly as you said you're poor and sweat you're just like you want to pull the shoot and you want to disappear into the void so we know how this feels and this guy I think recovered flawlessly
1: I almost don't like it this guy (laughs) thinks what he thinks he can just. Coast just right through going. a booth like that? What? You're going to try to salvage your dignity? Nope. It's and you st- did? Yeah. I don't like, I don't like That's that stupid. at all. You,
0: know, you should have stopped and you should have just screamed, pull the
1: shoe! You should have cried a little.
0: Get me out of here! <laughs> the Fuggler and Shauna Podcast.
1: I have a very simple thing that you can't look cool doing. Great, give it to me. Picking the grocery cart with the bum wheel. <sighs> yeah. I passed a guy while grocery shopping yesterday whose cart was making all kinds of noise. Mm-hmm. And he looked super embarrassed. Oh, no. As we all are when that happens to us, right? Could
0: he control it, though?
1: No, it was just a bad cart. Oh,
0: yeah, because sometimes but, they make the noise, but you can still control it. Sometimes you can't even control it. No. You're, just, you're squirreling all over the aisles, and everybody's like, what is wrong with you? You're drunk.
1: This was not an operator error. This was just a bad cart that he happened to pick. Yeah. And when, I mean, it's happened to all of us. Yep. We're all super embarrassed. We shouldn't be. Nope. It's like, this is not my cart. I nope. didn't bring this from home. Doesn't matter.
0: Everybody <laughs> looks at you and goes, what, what an idiot. Why'd you pick that
1: one, dummy? Well, you, you never realize that your no, cart no, has the bum wheel gone. until it's too late. Because yeah. if you if you grab your cart in the parking lot from yeah. the cart corral, mm-hmm. the noise of the of the wheels on the asphalt distracts. Disguises. It, you're right. The squeak. It, it masks any bum wheel problems you might have. Yeah. And then once you're in, it's too late. Yep. But even the way some grocery stores are laid out, like with the automatic doors and stuff, you grab your cart mm-hmm. and then you go in and the doors close behind you. And it's if you realize then that you have... The bad card. It's they too do late. that intentionally. Yeah, you that's can't the go only back.
0: reason that those things are open. Those <laughs> doors are there because then they, they go. I got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. And then you have to suffer through it for the entire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Enjoy your good. shopping trip yeah. with everyone looking at you. Mm-hmm. Give this one the Lenny Kravitz test. This is how we decide if some, if it's possible to look cool while doing something or not. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz at the grocery store. Assuming he buys his own groceries, he probably doesn't. No. He's Dressed super cool. He's got his sunglasses on, strutting around the grocery store. There's- but his cart's going. Eh! Yeah, nope. Uncool. Nope. You can't look you can't cool, make that cool. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. For
0: some reason, I got thinking about the Widow's Peak yesterday. The, ha-
1: the hairstyle?
0: The hairstyle. So, I mean, everybody knows what that means, right? It's the receding kind of on either side of your head, those two little, uh, the little peak things. And then it comes to like a point in the center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I got thinking about what an awful name that is. Like, why is it called the Widow's Peak? The Widow's Peak. I looked into it. And it is actually back in the 1800s. It's kind of implying that you're a widow. They used to believe that you, have, if you had those that receding hairline, it meant that you were going to be an early widow.
1: Referring to a woman or a man? Because, of... huh? Do they call a man who loses his spouse a widow or is it a widower? I don't know. Whichever. But it is in reference to both.
0: When I looked it up, it means if you are getting that coming, then it means that you are going to basically lose your spouse early. And I was just like,
1: what kind of a... Or you're going to die early and your spouse will be left a widow?
0: maybe you're going to be... Yeah, you're going to be in the... Wow. Either way, I was just like, that is just a weird, harsh. weird, harsh name for something, isn't it? Like, why do we call it peak? We should probably just get rid of that completely. And then I go thinking about hairstyles as a whole, and I was like, there are a lot of hair references that aren't overly flattering, aren't there? Like, we've talked about Dirty Blonde before, which is... A, an awful term for the name of a color of a hair, right? Like looks like you
1: don't wash your hair. Yeah,
0: you're, look, you look dirty. It's
1: blonde, but it's dirty. Cool, cool. It's blonde, but you work at a coal mine.
0: That's it. Yeah, you got some dirt, you got some earth in your hair. <laughs> it's dirt hair. Like that's not overly nice. And then I was thinking, like even pigtails? God, it looks like you got a pigtail in your hair. <laughs> yeah, you got a pig's tail there. Like, worse even than that, that still
1: is the rat tail.
0: Oh God, yeah. Didn't even who remember the about the rat tail.
1: Who went into the salon and was like, make me look like a rat.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean even the ponytail like why do we keep referencing our hair as animals you look like an animal you look like you're from a farm barnyard animal over there hey I'm a rat even ginger you know like what is doesn't sound overly flattering
1: I don't know also it's ginger odd. is an orange right like this yeah, like you're the right. plant it itself is not it's brown nope so
0: or there's that uh the hairstyle that's come into like back into style the elvis hairstyle which is called the quiff which i mean that just doesn't sound good to me in a different way,
1: but I was like, why do we call it the quiff? That's one of those where I have to stop and think, is it quiff? Which one is quiff and which one is queef?
0: Yes, this is why it gets mm, very mixed a up. What's
1: hairstyle? Well, and, and not, not only that, sin cave toot. I guess
0: the other issue is that my grandmother used to refer to her sin cave as a quiff. So ah. hearing that, I immediately just think of grandma's <laughs> parts. that I don't want to. I don't want to.
1: I got reading about cobalt mining the other day, Shauna. OK. Oh, my word. Is that uh, a brutal process? I've seen this come up in conversations before, particularly when people are talking about renewable energy and battery technology and stuff. Yeah. And someone will say, you need to look into cobalt mining if you think batteries are so great. And I never had. No. And then somehow I got reading, uh, there's this guy, Siddharth Kara is his name, and he recently published a book on cobalt mining, uh, specifically in the Democratic Republic of Congo, which is where most of the world's cobalt comes from.
0: Okay.
1: And it's horrific. It is horrific. And it's in all of our lithium ion batteries and our phones and in our Smart watches and are anything rechargeable, basically yeah. right uh, electric vehicles, of course, are a huge consumer of cobalt but um, and I share this with you not to to bum you out, but just because I think as consumers, we need to be aware yeah open eyed to what we're what we're buying and where our stuff gets made um, so the mines in, in the DRC are mostly owned by Chinese companies, but they a lot of them are run by local militias, and the mining itself i mean they do have like Equipment and high-tech mines in some places, but a lot of it is done by some of the poorest people in the world by hand Like oh, they boy. they're in like tunnels scraping cobalt out of the rocks with like sticks and stuff and that includes oftentimes trafficked children Oh my god mothers with babies strapped to them and the conditions are Awful and like, there's almost nothing for safety regulations. So they said like Cave-ins are regular. Like, people Jeez. will get buried in these mines and not get dug out. Kids. Oh, man. Oftentimes, they're working at gunpoint, like, because oh. of these militias, and it's just, it's it's horrible. And I had I had no idea about this. I you know? was not aware at all. How nope. many devices do you have that plug in, that have a lithium-ion battery, that Everything? run on cobalt? Yeah. And oh, man. this is where most of it comes from. And there's just so much corruption, I guess. And it's difficult to to even get regulations in place. There are some groups uh, locally who are working to, you know, make these companies follow some sort of code and stuff. Which is but good. it's so corrupt that it's not really enforceable. So,
0: so this is hopefully the early start to something that might change the conditions out there uh, somehow.
1: Well, I think yeah, it starts with knowing that it's happening, yeah. right? And then there, it's it's a steep climb from there. But I also, when I was reading this, I f- I find it kind of incredible that batteries are held up as like this. This shining example of future tech and look yep. how clean and green this technology is. And this is the very human cost of it. You know, we, we, we know here in Alberta, it's, it's oil that's dirty, right? Yep. The oil is it's filthy oil. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for people. But like compare the life of of a, of a worker in the oil field around here to someone working in one of these cobalt mines in the DRC. It's night and day. Every time
0: we make a shift, this happens though, right? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, the older technology becomes vilified in some way and then the new stuff is, oh, it's great until then that too will get vilified and this is kind of the way it continues on.
1: And I was reading that uh, in, a, in a, an electric car battery, there's about a thousand times the cobalt is in your smartphone. So, I mean, we're all, yeah. we're all complicit here, mm-hmm. but like a, an electric vehicle, it takes a ton of cobalt and most of it comes from this, which is real nasty. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I like I said, it was news to me and I wanted to make you aware of it too. Thank God, you. Thank you. I've been yes. long time ago. Where yep. did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? God, God, God. The
0: and Shana podcast. There's a CIBC commercial that keeps popping up right now and uh, it asks you where you're seeing yourself in five years. So it asks a bunch of people, it goes, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, which of course is one of those cliche interview questions. Um. However, i realized that I've never been asked that question. Is that question actually asked by employers these days, or is it just one of those like perceived ones that now is so overdone that nobody actually asks where you see yourself in five years?
1: Well, it's been a long time since I've had a job interview. Have but, you uh, ever been asked that? Yes, I have, uh, for a radio job, actually.
0: Oh, interesting. Because I think
1: they wanted to know like, what my ambitions were, like mm. where, how long I was going to be there, where... You know what, what? I guess what kind of a host I saw myself as. How did you answer it? Do you remember? I know a long time. Ago. I don't remember. This is before. This is before X. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't remember how I answered. I was in. I was interested by this because I was like, and the job
0: market is so different these days too. I was curious to see if it even was a relevant question to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know a lot of people move around in different jobs a lot more now as well. Also, does it work for all? professions like would trades people be asked that as well would you be asking a plumber like where do you see yourself in five
1: years i don't know i mean if it's like you know if it's like a union job where there's like set advancement and stuff where it's like well if you stay here we could tell you exactly where you're going to be in five years right yeah If it's that sort of thing. Then maybe it wouldn't be as relevant. Yeah, maybe not.
0: So what are they looking for? Just ambition, I assume? Yeah, I guess. And
1: I mean, we're interpreting it through the lens of like, where do you see yourself professionally in five years? Right. Could be other things too, right?
0: Oh, never even thought of that. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years right now?
1: Me? Yeah. Hopefully, fo- hopefully, right here, man. That's, that's like, what I was <laughs> about to say. If the that's, ideal situation for me is this: yes. five years from now, like things know. are going really well. Yeah, I don't want anything to change.
0: Yes, it's funny because in radio, when you first start out, if they ask you that question, well, the the, the thing is, you start in really small towns, and you want to be out
1: of there. So if they were, hopefully, not here, you say that would <laughs>
0: exactly be it. I'd be like, I, well, in five years, I pray to God I'm not still here. If I'm in still this here,
1: something has gone wrong. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's an
0: awkward response to have. To do. No, I want to work my way up here in Wingham, Ontario.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nope. <that's, laughs>
0: Please, God, no. Uh,
1: yeah, but now, I mean. Yeah. Very just different now. Stay the course. Hopefully the still
0: employed. That yeah, would be good. Yeah, that'd be great. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: I'm assuming your answer to that question is the same, Shauna. Yeah. That's, I didn't ask you because I'm assuming it's.
0: No, totally. It's so funny, though, how different it is. Because, yeah, if you were to ask at the beginning of this this career it would be like no no yeah i want to keep moving up for sure get the frig out of here and then now it's like no no i want to remain here
1: and our yeah. industry is just so volatile you know always changing so it's like yeah who knows in five years that's right
0: that's it yeah yeah this
1: if it could be this that would be excellent that would be great it could yeah. be this 20 years from now that totally would be excellent yeah. what about outside of work do you have ambitions just
0: gonna ask you the same thing yeah
1: outside of work what about you again the same thing yeah uh I hope everyone in my family is still healthy. The kids, yeah. like, Bo will, Bo will almost be in high school by then. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, I, I, I'd like to continue supporting McKenna if she wants to move up in her career. Yep. Um, but for, as, for, as for me, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of scary, too, isn't it? Because, like, until now, I've always been, like, driven by something, right? I do. But I don't really have anything this is this is what I wanted so I know
0: that's the uh, the interesting thing to think about is yeah when you get to that point because X was my dream station and so when I got here it was like oh man so professionally I got here I wanted to live in the city and I love snowboarding and everything that the city allows so want to stay here I mean obviously the only thing that would be ideal is that cliff lived here as well mm-hmm. so that would be the big thing but I can't force that that will maybe happen with time or not but that's kind of one of those things that I can't do anything about so you know that's not really an ambition because that's frustrating it's a hope beyond me
1: yeah yeah. Yeah. it's a hope that your circumstances would allow for Cliff to be closer that would be it yeah yeah Um, I don't know maybe like growing out a side hustle a bit more yeah like maybe to grow my woodworking business or to like grow my social media presence to the point that more money comes in from there yeah um,
0: I know And that's definitely it To see where you could Maybe make more money Outside of this Yeah this is going pretty well
1: Some other passions going
0: mm-hmm. But I mean Yeah I've, t- I've, I've even thought about You know Teaching snowboarding part time And that
1: kind of stuff as well And uh, Yeah maybe but like, Something like that The show is number one Yeah So there's nowhere to go Higher there No More number one I guess I
0: <laughs> The sky is the
1: limit oh. Beyond number
0: one Yeah I, I don't know good place to be, I'd say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Content. That's it. Contentment is a nice feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like how content you will be in your new home from Shane Homes. Because you've customized it affordably to be exactly what you want. It's a nice feature that Shane Homes offers that I don't believe every builder does. Nope. Where you can change the floor plans, of course, pick all your finishes and everything. That place is going to feel like yours and only yours when you're finished. ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes.
0: The better way to build. The Beckler
1: and Shauna Podcast. My brother reminded me of something for Throwback Thursday, and this is one of those, again, urban legends that somehow spread pre-internet. okay. I guess maybe the internet was around then, but it spread faster than it should have. So we were FaceTiming, my brother and I, and my son Bo had a pack of Five Gum. You know that, remember Five Gums commercials? They had really cool commercials. It was like what it feels like to chew Five Gum, and it'd be like a guy laying on a bunch of speakers, and then they'd start playing the bass or whatever. The, The marketing worked. I mean, that's not what it, Feels like the chew five gum. It's just gum.
0: Yeah, I but, have a really bad memory. Don't really recall that, but, but, but I do you yeah.
1: remember the commercials? Sweet. So anyway, my my, my brother my brother saw a Bose pack of gum, and he's like, "Is that the gum where we used to think you could eat the wrapper?" And I was like, "No, that was Stride gum." But do you remember hearing that, Shauna? No. No. Was it not a thing in in Ontario?
0: You Sp- could eat the wrapper.
1: Well, the thing is, you couldn't. When Stride gum came out, someone. I don't even remember who told me. Someone's That's like, "Oh yeah, hilarious. you can eat the ra- you can eat the wrapper. Like you don't have to unwrap it. You just throw the whole thing in your mouth." So we did, <laughs> and we but it wasn't true. Like it wasn't a special wrapper that dissolved or anything. It was just a regular paper gum wrapper. So we all chewed gum with paper, thinking that was what you were supposed to do. Was.
0: Was that a Sasky thing? Like, do people in Saskatchewan...
1: Well, I wondered this, so I Googled it, and there are tons of people online who have wondered the same thing. That's hilarious. And I'm guessing they're not all from Saskatchewan. Well, I mean... I was just picturing one of your buddies who's been like, I know how to make
0: things really funny for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you can eat the wrapper, guys. Give it a shot. Be a go funny prank. chew on that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I was actually going to... I went looking yesterday to see if I could find some stride gum for you and I to try this I d- to no. make a video, um, but they don't sell it here anymore, so oh, you can't interesting. find stride. But we were, I, were we just more gullible pre-internet? Maybe. So, I, that's
0: hilarious. That didn't spread to Brampton, though.
1: Yeah. I didn't know just, about the whole
0: stride chewing the wrapper thing. We were more distracted by trying not to get stabbed i ah, think i then, guess so yeah you know to,
1: <laughs> just get to, through to the try, day try to- <laughs>
0: That's it. Try not to wind up in jail, and not to get stabbed. That was it.
1: Yes. But yeah, but I guess then all it took was one kid at school to say, "Oh yeah, did you hear? You could eat the wrapper," and everyone's hilarious. chewing on paper for the next year.
0: Well, everybody really probably wanted to believe it, yeah. right? They hear that you're like, "Yeah, it that's cool. It, I want to do that."
1: They're like, "It makes it last longer." Mm-hmm. Like, here I'm chewing through. Does it? And now oh, you're just chewing on great. tin foil. Good.
0: The and Shauna podcast. It's kind of unofficially Throwback Thursday on this radio program. Uh, And here we've talked a bunch about urban myths and things that we believed when we were younger, a lot of them to do with the pool as well. I find there were lots like you can your hair can get stuck in a drain or, of course, there's the peeing in the pool myth about how if you pee, then there's this dye that's going to trace back to you that you thought as kids for a little bit as well. Yeah. Don't go swimming until
1: 30 minutes after you've eaten
0: all that kind yep. of stuff and all of those uh, have proven to be false but did you hear this one ever growing up the urban myth about if you get too close to a pool drain your insides could get sucked out
1: well there's a there's a famous short story by chuck Palaniuk, the guy who wrote fight club oh about this very thing happening so that's where that's where that's i know where of this know myth from, from. The story is called guts.
0: Okay. So yeah, I I grew up hearing that and always was like, no, that doesn't happen either. Obviously, it's similar like that's stupid. Uh no, it does happen. It's happened numerous times. There are a bunch of cases about people who get too close to a pool drain and their intestines can get sucked out.
1: This actually happened? Cuz in in the story this this dude is sitting on the on the drain with his bum for pleasure. Oh god. For pleasure. Okay. And his guts get sucked out so it actually happens Hmm.
0: and it's like if you and I when I even when I found this I was like that's not true no it doesn't actually happen and if you were to google it it, a bunch of different cases come up there are case studies that come up one the top one came up just right now and it says transanal suction from a swimming pool drain can result in intestinal evisceration that's the scientific
1: term for what happens even the start of that sentence is something I probably didn't ever need to hear transanal
0: suction I know Uh, that's a new term um that is a thing that actually happens, though, and I knowing that, I'm never going to sleep again. Like that is horrifying.
1: So, if it could pull your bum out, could it, it not pull, pull your hair- bum out? Could it not pull your hair in it, two? Then,
0: I guess it probably could. So, I don't even want to Google that one. I don't want to know that that's true either. But you, grew, you had to oh, pull in your backyard, man. Growing, I not did, brain. and thank the Lord that this didn't happen. Did
1: you ever go? I didn't have transanal
0: suction. No, I did go near the brain.
1: Well, there's drain, the, rather, uh, but <laughs> there's the out of context clip for today's show. <laughs> You yelling about your
0: transanal suction section or lack yeah. thereof. Yeah. One Same more again. time. I, I, yeah. whoa. Whoa. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: On yesterday's podcast, we made reference to how cheap housing was in the 1980s.
0: Yeah. Which is almost unfathomable to think of now. Like you mentioned that your parents' house was eighty thousand dollars or something, and it was was a little
1: more than that, but it was under a hundred grand when they bought it.
0: Holy hell! In the mid eighties. So I was like, no, no, it couldn't have been that cheap, and no, uh, yep.
1: That was the case in lots of places. You could get a pretty decent house for under a hundred grand. I mean, their interest rates were higher in the eighties, but I would rather ten percent more or ten percent interest on a hundred thousand dollar mortgage than five percent on five hundred thousand, wouldn't you? Yep. The math seems to work out in your favor there. Totally. Um, I was talking about this with our, our producer Manning yesterday, though, and I mentioned in a comment thread that I saw recently, someone made the point that depending on where you live and what you do, in some parts of Canada, it would have been smarter to buy a house than to go to university because the house has increased in value faster than what you could have earned depending on your degree.
0: That's crazy. Like
1: in some places your house makes more money just sitting there than you do by going to work.
0: I mean, of course that doesn't you know translate into you getting that money at True. That time. But True. yeah, the math would make sense. That's insane.
1: In terms of like your net worth, it does. Yeah. Which is Wow. Just wild. Yeah. Just wild. Um but we when I mentioned my parents' house, this is like this I think puts into perspective how different things are now so my parents bought their house in the mid 80s it was built in the late 70s they were i think the third owners Mm -hmm. the the person who built that house was the manager at the local mcdonald's and i just don't think there are mcdonald's manager maybe i'm underestimating how much a mcdonald's manager makes but i don't think they're buying new houses these days nope at least not not. around here probably nope
0: definitely not around here i mean mcdonald's managers actually i think make pretty decent money but yeah not you can't afford a house
1: on that salary. No, that's wild. It's crazy. It's probably like the, the sole breadwinner for the family back then, yeah. right? One McDonald's manager. And you could just build your a own whole house. family build a nice house, and
0: yeah.
1: I, I didn't realize this until I got a little bit older, but in our backyard, you know those um, those outdoor benches that they used to have, those picnic tables at McDonald's that had like the swivel seats. Yes. They were brown, and there'd be like four swivel seats, and yep. we had one of those cemented into our patio in the backyard, and I never really realized. Why I just figured this was something that people had. I remember it was always in the way when we were trying to play basketball, or that's hilarious, or, or, I mean, or, or, or shinny back there. And then one day my dad took it out and he was like, Oh, yeah, that's because the person who built this house worked at the McDonald's over here. I
0: love how he planted his own memorial bench <laughs>
1: back there. The McDonald's bench, the McDonald's in the bench, it
0: has a little <laughs> plaque
1: on it, too. The Beckler
0: and Chana podcast. You want to know what I did yesterday, Beckler? What's that? I notified anyway. Someone had their texts on silent, right? The silent mode or whatever. And then, you know, there's a little button at the bottom now that says you can notify anyway. Yeah. I hit it.
1: What were the circumstances? I I hit it it for the first
0: time. Ever. And we've talked about this before. I'm like, you gotta feel real important if you ever hit the notify anyway button if somebody's silencing things.
1: Or your message is important.
0: Yes. Um so I had a snowboard that was in to this shop and the way to communicate with the shop is via text. And so I was telling them that I was coming to pick it up, but they had the silent notifications on. And I was like, Man, and they said it was supposed to be ready, but I wanted to double check. And I was like, I don't want to drive all the way there to pick up my snowboards. And then they'd be like, oh, well, I didn't see your text, so they're not ready yet. So I hit the notify anyway button. I don't know if it was worthy of notifying. I assume it was. Like, it was a business, and I was supposed to. so I
1: Was it within business hours? It was within business hours. Yeah, I'd say you're in the clear. Oh, okay. If you did this at, like... Eleven o'clock at night, I probably might disagree. It but.
0: kept like kept me awake last night questioning if it was <laughs> if it was worthy of a notify anyway or not. I didn't know. It took me I seriously stared at my phone for I'm not lying, like fifteen minutes. So I was like No
1: it's not silent. No. I mean, I appreciate the notify anyway. I never used it myself. No, I. That was the first but time. I I appreciate that it exists because I do think people should have the you know the right to. I agree. Detach from work. Detach from their phone for a bit. But I mean, part of that responsibility is on their end too. If you notify anyway, and dude's got his phone in his hand.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, then he's. It's on him, right? Yeah.
0: I just, I, I feel like that is a very important thing to not overuse, right? Even when I hit the button, it like vibrates a bit and it shows you, it's like, are you sure you wanted to notify anyway? And I was like, oh, like I don't know. it shakes the screen? I don't know. Yeah. It really makes it clear that you maybe shouldn't have notified anyway. I was like, I know it's true because yes, I respect that people have the <laughs> silent notifications on. So if you're p- pressing that button, you are going above and beyond this person's time to maybe relax so it better be important you know you know, what, you
1: know what they should do when you hit that button is they should open your front facing camera yep and just show you you yeah your own sanctimonious mug looking back and be this like this little oh. punch
0: thing should come out and just punch you right in the face okay and then take a selfie of you as you're terrified and be like are you sure you want to yeah make it look look real close to yourself here I am, Superville and Shauna notifying anyway.
1: You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you
1: use. Later. After Hours, A weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck.
0: Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.